0: KSL News Time 615. The three things you need to know this hour first.
1: The Supreme Court has agreed to decide whether former President Trump can be tried on criminal charges that he conspired to overturn the results of the 2020 election. I'm KSL News Radio's Jessica Lowell.
2: Second
0: YouTuber Ruby Frankie and her business partner Joni Hildebrand have been transferred to the Utah State Prison. They will each spend one to fifteen years at the facility for child abuse. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot.
2: We've had a report of a vehicle fire. Highland Drive, 4500 South. Some leftover slowdowns southbound Redwood Road going from just before Porter Rockwell Boulevard into Lehigh. And then lingering delays southbound to I-15 from American Fork to Linden. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Beautiful sunny skies today, but another storm is in the forecast. I'm Kevin Eubank.
0: 46 degrees. There's your sunset out there. We're at the KSL Common Spirit Health Studios now. Our top national stories
2: from ABC News. I'm Daria Albinger, the Supreme Court has agreed to hear Donald Trump's claim of sweeping presidential immunity. And that means the former president's federal election interference trial has been delayed again.
0: Even though a lower court was unanimous in deciding Donald Trump did not have absolute immunity from prosecution in the election interference case, the Supreme Court has agreed to review the decision to hold oral arguments at the end of April. That's more than a month later than his original court date, which means his trial could be pushed into midsummer or even
2: the fall without a decision before the next election. ABC's Andy Field. An Illinois judge has ruled that Mr. Trump cannot appear on the state's March 19th primary ballot, citing Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. It overrules the State Board of Elections' decision that Mr. Trump is eligible. The House is expected to vote tomorrow on a deal reached by House and Senate leaders to avert a partial government shutdown. President Biden's doctor says he's physically fit to be president. President Biden's physical did not include a cognitive exam looking at his mental fitness. The White House says the president's doctors, including neurologists, do not believe he needs one. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. He passes a cognitive test every day, every day as he moves from one topic to another topic, understanding the granular level of these topics. Polls show Americans are questioning the president's mental fitness to serve another term. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is stepping down from his leadership post come November. Believe me, I know the politics within my party at this particular moment in time. I have many faults misunderstanding politics is not one of them. The Kentucky Republican has served in leadership in the Senate longer than any of his colleagues in U.S. history. You're listening to ABC News.
0: And time for the KSL In-Depth. Congress is all about seniority. All the perks go to whoever served the longest. Until today, the member of Congress who was last on the list and has been there for the least amount of time was Congresswoman Celeste Malloy, and she's joining us live Thanks for coming on, first of all. What changed today?
1: <laughs> today we got another new member of Congress, so I am no longer the newest.
0: You're 434th on the list, I would guess?
1: Um, Yeah, my my member number is actually 484. I don't know how they do the math on that. But the speaker said tonight that with Rep Swazi from New York being sworn in. We are now at 432. So we're still not at full strength.
0: Okay, but still you're moving on up. So tell us, it's been about what,
1: three months now at this point? It's been exactly three months. I was sworn in on November 28th. It's February 28th. So it was a fun. I hadn't really thought about it this morning when I was getting ready. I accidentally even wore the same suit that I wore the night I got sworn in. And when I realized that, um, I just thought it was a kind of a fun three-month anniversary treat to go watch somebody else get sworn in, see him on the house floor, although his is very different. Tom Swalzi, I served, I think, three terms in the house and then lost and is back. So I, I still think mine was more special.
0: He's, well, first of all, happy anniversary. And, yes, Swazi has been around the block. But here you are. <laughs> you also were familiar with Congress on your way in the door, having worked, I believe, yeah. in Chris Stewart's office, right?
1: Yes, sir. I was his legal counsel.
0: So how is it different now that you're a member of Congress? What have you picked up, gleaned, learned in the role as Congresswoman rather than being a staff member?
1: <laughs> well, the biggest thing I've learned Um, is a shock to a former staffer but what I do all day long as a member has so much less to do with what my staff's doing than I ever realized as a staffer
0: so what are you spending your time doing
1: they keep the policy work going I spend a lot of time doing things that only the member of congress can do I'm the one who's voting I spend a lot of time meeting with constituents which staffers also do but I have to do a lot of decision making, and then I'm, I also have to run all of the unofficial side, meaning campaign
0: and you've had your first bill passed now in these three months. It just happened, right?
1: It, we didn't pass it. We were supposed to pass it by vote, vote uh, We were supposed to pass it by voice vote today. I went to the floor and gave my first floor speech about a bill today. Um, but because of procedural reasons for how we run the House, they decided to hold the vote in case we need to vote on something Friday. Um, And it's all really nerdy parliamentary stuff, but I will have my first bill passed by the end of the week.
0: And it's about uh, supporting women-owned businesses, correct?
1: Yes. Yes. So I'm on the Small Business Committee, and this is a bill that was born out of my work there. We have a women-owned small business um, program, and right now someone who participates in that program Has to certify that they're women-owned, but they don't have to certify. They only self-certify that they're a small business. So these women-owned small businesses could be competing against businesses that shouldn't be in that category. So we're just closing the loophole, cleaning that up, making sure that the program works the way it was intended to work.
0: And you expect to have that done by the end of the week. You're full of firsts, but now 432nd on the seniority list, and congratulations on that, Congresswoman Celeste Malloy, we appreciate you calling in. Thank
1: you.